Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the NFL segment of the Post 20 podcast. We will be um, re-previewing week two this week. Uh, I'm going to quickly, before I introduce everybody that's with me this week, we have uh, a different guest taking Cook's place because Cook's working. Um, I'm going to quickly run through the results from last week. I'm just going to let you guys know now. I did extraordinarily poorly on all of my bets. I picked a couple right, but um, it was mostly parlays for me. So I just didn't, uh, I didn't win anything. Uh, it was a rough, rough week, but it was all, for the most part, site credit. I'm telling myself, uh, so it's not a big deal. Uh, week one, we had the Cowboys lose to the Buccaneers 29-31, to a close one. The Seahawks uh, beat the Colts 28-16. Jags lost to the Texans 37 to 21, which was a really brutal one for me. The Chargers defeated Washington 20 to 16. The Eagles absolutely battered the Falcons 32 to 6. The Steelers, a big underdog, it was always the Steelers, defeated the Bills 23 to 16. The Niners smashed the Lions 41 to 33. The Vikings lost <clears throat> to the Bengals. Cook, Bengals plus three. Um, that was 27 to 24. The Bengals won that in overtime. The Jets fell to the Panthers 14 to 19. The Cardinals beat the Titans 38 to 13. The Chiefs defeated the Browns 33 to 29. Thankfully, Mahomes was there to work his magic. The Dolphins defeated the Patriots by 1.17 to 16. The Broncos massacred the Giants 27 to 13. The Packers got slaughtered in Jacksonville, 38-3. The Saints won that one. And the Rams <clears throat> beat the Bears 34-14 behind an impressive Matthew Stafford performance. The final game of Game Week 1, the Raiders defeated the Ravens 33-27 in an upset. So, that was the recap for Week 1. Let's hope Week 2 fares better for some of us. I'm going to go ahead and introduce you guys now. I'm joined again this week by Jeremy and Zach, um, and we have a newcomer, uh, our friend Brad. He's showing up as well for week two. So I'll let everybody, Jeremy first, um, kind of introduce themselves again and say how they did last week. Yep. All right, guys. So Jeremy here back again for week two. Um, 1 p.m. slate, not ideal, not ideal, um, but that's okay. But... You take it to the 425 slate, started to lock it in, carried it into the night game. We're coming out hot this week. All right, Zach, what do you think? What's up, guys? Zach here back again. Uh, same thing for me as was with Evan. I had a terrible week all around. There's no, there's no really bright spots. Just hoping I could bounce back this week. How about you, Brad? How'd you do for week one? Because I know you did better than all of us did. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Brad here. I wasn't on the pod last week due to some circumstances, but I am here now. I'm in a group chat with these fine fellows, and I let them know my picks were all week. I absolutely hammered the Steelers, and it paid off for me well. Niners, Eagles, Steelers, Panthers, Parlay, 20 to win 300. Thank you very much. Besides that, I was pretty sharp on my spreads as well. Um, I won our group spread contest, so. Hoping to keep the train rolling week two, even though it will not. <laughs> all righty. So with all of that being said, we'll go ahead and get into 
week two. Uh, first game tomorrow, Thursday, 8.20 p.m. We have Thursday night football. I can't wait. We have a divisional matchup, NFC East Titans, Washington, um, versus the Giants. So I know where I stand on this one. It's very, very simple for me. I think that the Giants are going to absolutely, or the, the football team are going to absolutely slaughter the Giants. They are only a three-point favorite. I think that's extraordinarily low. Um, so I'm going to take the Washington football team to cover three. Let it be known that they will be starting Taylor Heineke. Um, it seems like Fitzpatrick's going to be out. I think it said like five to six weeks is the estimated window. That could be longer. That could be shorter. Um, but I think that the Washington football team just have everything they need um, to defeat the Giants. And I think that an Antonio Gibson touchdown is in play. So for me, it's Washington minus three and a Gibson TD. Jeremy? All right. Um, I'm going down the same path as Evan here. I got football team minus three. This one seems almost too good to be true. There's no reason they should be three point, um, only three point favorites. I like the Antonio Gibson touchdown, and I gave it to you as my lock of the week last week. It's coming again this week. Danny Dimes turnover, lock it in. All right. Zach, what do you I think? I agree on every facet here. Washington minus three, Gibson touchdown, and Danny Dimes. Over Washington's defense is way too good for Danny Dimes. They win by 10 plus. Yeah, I agree. How about you, Brad? What do you think? You with us? Yeah, I mean, I'm skeptical because Danny Dimes, he's 4 0 in his career versus the, uh, the football team. Yeah. But you got to look at the signs. I mean, it's. The football team this week. You take a minus three, but also you take the over forty and a half. Yeah, that's low. You don't just take it. You don't just take it. You smash it. I promise you. All right. And Brad was sharp last week, so I recommend that you guys follow at I least promise. at least some of his picks. I think forty and a half is really low. I think that is the lowest over under on the slate this week. That's what it looks like to me. I just like it. Primetime games, they have a they have a way of being special. Yeah, and these these teams are both sloppy. I mean, I think the the football team defense is is all right, and I think the Giants defense is all right too. But there's just too much like offensively for the for the Giants. I just I can see turnovers coming. I can see a pick six happening. Like I, I can see this bullshit that leads to this game being high scoring. I think over forty and a half is is a pretty good pick. Uh, okay, we'll move on to the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a tough one for me, um, far, far tougher than the last game to pick. The Raiders, you know, they were they were good in that fourth quarter. They managed to get themselves in a position to win. Um, Carr and the Raiders really had to had to fight hard to to win against the Ravens, who I don't think played their best game. Um, so you know. I'm not I'm not super high on the Raiders. I don't think that they're all that good. Um, Carr seemed rather inconsistent for the first, like, definitely in the first half, and he didn't really figure it out until the very end when Waller started to get loose a little bit. So I just, I think the Steelers are going to be riding high um, from last week. They're five and a half point favorites. I think, honestly, that's kind of low. Uh, I know offensively it took a little bit for the Steelers to to get going. But I think that they're going to be better this week on the offensive front. Their defense looked really good last week. Um, and I think the Steelers um, cover the five and a half points. 
Jeremy, what do you think? Um, I don't know. Like you said, this is a tough one. Um, I don't think I'm going to take either side on the spread, although I'm sure in our spread contests we do. I'm sure I'll be ending up taking the Steelers here for what that's worth. But the Raiders got absolutely destroyed by the Ravens running game. I know I said it last week, but he's due now. Najee Harris touchdown. Okay. Lock that in for you. Zach, what do you think? I'm also on Steelers spread here. Their defense just looked too good. And if they looked that good against Buffalo, I don't see how I don't see how Las Vegas stands a chance here. And I'm also with Jeremy. Najee's gonna get in the end zone this week. Okay. Cool. And Brad, Steelers fan. Are we on the Steelers again? Yeah. I'm Steelers for life here. There's always the Steelers. There's always Jersey Jerry. Um <laughs> look, I've seen this team my whole life. When they play a bad team, they play a bad team. They become a bad team. Yeah. But I don't care. The Raiders were the worst entire team I have seen, probably top five my entire life in that game last week. They were so bad, I almost turned the game off. <laughs> it, it actually wasn't close. The Steelers might win by 20. I won't call it that. I'll just call it Steelers spread. But they're going to come in hot. Yeah. The Raiders are terrible. Absolutely terrible. Don't yeah. let it fool you with whatever happened in the the fourth quarter over time. Yeah, I think that was lightning in a bottle, and I totally agree. I think the Steelers come out really, really hot here. You think are you are you with them on the Najee touchdown, or you're not touching it? It has to be. I mean, okay, he, they gave him every single snap last week, and they're committed to riding him this season. I think he used to get his eventually this this game. Okay, sounds good. Uh, next one we have is the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Chicago Bears. The Bears are a two and a half point favorite, which is. I, I don't know. I, I literally hate it. Like, I absolutely hate that line. Um, I think that the Bears should be favored by a little bit more. I think that they exhibited at least a little bit of um, coherence against the Rams last week, who are a far better opponent than the Bengals. Um, but at the same time, I think the Bengals looked really good against the Vikings. They did win that game. Um, Burrow, I think, looked really, really good. Um, the reports coming out of training camp was that he didn't look all that great. And I was thoroughly surprised with his performance uh, against the Vikings. So I think for some reason, I'm not sure exactly why, um, I'm going to go Bengals money line. They're plus 114. Uh, I just, I I think if they, if they're going to cover the spread, they're probably going to win the game. So I'm just going to take Bengals money line and and feel a little dangerous. I know this will bite me by the way. I know it will. Jeremy, what do you think? All right. I also have Bengals money line. As long as Andy Dalton is the quarterback of the Bears, I will be betting against them. The Bengals line has already moved from when I got it earlier in the week at plus 148 to down to 114. Like Evan said, by the end of the week, this might be a one-point spread or even uh, spread yeah. by Sunday. It's just ugly. Like That's a really ugly spread to play with. I don't like minus 2.5 for the Bears. I just I, I can't see it. So, what do you think, Zach? Are you with us, or are you are you against yeah, us? Yeah, as I said earlier, before the podcast started, anytime Andy Dalton is behind center, is under center for the Bears, I'll be betting against them. So, I'm with you guys on Bengals money line at plus one fourteen. Cool. And uh, Brad, I think we need to recognize that the Bears did indeed upgrade their quarterback position this off season. Andy Dalton is better than Mitchell Trubisky, and he did look. A little better, in my opinion, versus a really good defense. Yeah. I think the Bears have a chance to win this game outright because, well, 
I don't know, the Bengals aren't very very good. And the public is all over the Cincinnati spread. Yeah. That being said, I would not take either spread. I would take the over at 45. I think both teams have the, um, the ability to score about 24 points each minimum. Montgomery yeah. looks very good, and Mixon looks very good so far. So I think it could be a high-scoring game there. Okay. That's I like good. That play, I but... think I think that's really safe. I mean, I think that's I think that's the way that you have to look at this game, especially if you're going to throw it um, into a parlay that has more than two legs. Um, there's value there in that forty-four over forty-four and a half pick. I, I really like that. Um, okay, so we will move on to the Houston Texans versus the Cleveland Browns. The Texans were my fucking undoing last week. Uh, scored 37 points against the Jags. I did not see it happening. I did not think Tyrod Taylor would come out and play the way that he did. He didn't have an unbelievable game. I looked at the QB chart um, where it kind of factors in everything, QBR, yards, um, all that good stuff. And he re- he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't anywhere near the top, uh, funnily enough. So I think the Texans just played a really good team football. Um, it was pretty pretty solid everywhere. They did let up 21 points to the Jags, who were playing an awful, awful game. So I worry about their defense. And the Browns' offense looked really, really sharp, especially in the first couple quarters against the um, Chiefs last week. So I think it's safe to say that the Browns are going to win this game. Uh, there's not a ton of value in these picks. Minus 12.5, that's their... That's the favorite, or that's the that's the spread. I think that's extremely high, and if the Texans can somehow manage to capture some of what they did last week, I think it's it's kind of a line that's a little bit too large, and I don't feel comfortable taking Browns minus twelve and a half or Texans plus twelve and a half. I would stay away from it. Um, I would maybe tease it down. Um, I know we don't, I don't do a ton of alternate spreads here, but I think Browns minus six and a half is, is probably a better play. And you're going to get that at, let me get it for you. My God, you're going to get that at minus two thirty. So I think that's good value for a parlay. I'm going to take Browns minus six and a half. Um, what do you think, Jeremy? Um, I don't really want to touch this game. Spreads are bad. The money line obviously is bad unless for some reason you believe the Texans are going to win. Don't really like the over-under number because you never know with the Texans. So, I mean, I guess I'll just take another gimme like I did last week and give me a Nick Chubb touchdown. Okay, cool. Uh, Zach, what do you think? As I said last week, I love the Browns, and I think besides the Bucks, they have the most, the best all-around roster in the NFL, and the Texans are the complete opposite. They have a bottom-two roster. And I just think their defense is too good. Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor will never play that good again in his career. Probably. And I think the Browns win by over twenty. I could see like a twenty-seven to seven final. So I'm taking Browns spread in the under. Oh my god, that I just hate those those like double digit spreads. They scare the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah, I, I usually do. I just I feeding Tyrod Taylor at all costs. <laughs> all right, I hear you. Uh, how about you, Brad? What do you think? I mean, I watched these teams play last year after I probably hammered the over and they scored 17 points. Granted, it was like a hurricane or something outside, but I mean, these two teams, they are consistently disappointing in their um, in their franchise careers. It's just, I can never trust either of them. I'm, I'm following Jeremy. I'm taking a game in here. I'm taking Nick Chubb touchdown. I can't commit to a spread here or even the total points. It's just... 
I hate both teams, honestly. <clears throat> yeah, I had to tease it down. I just think that the Browns looked okay against the Chiefs, and you know they're certainly not the same. The Texans aren't the same competition as the Chiefs, so that's the reason I teased it down. But I am advising everybody stay the fuck away from that minus twelve and a half. Something, some bullshit will happen. I promise. Um. Okay. Let's go to the Los Angeles Rams versus the Indianapolis Colts. This is one of my games that I have uh, earmarked for game of the week. I think that this is going to be a very, very interesting game. I don't think the Colts looked all that bad against the Seahawks. The Seahawks just outplayed them. Russ had a fantastic game. Lockett had a fantastic game. And the ball was spread apart, you know. Um, they did throw the ball a lot. I think it was, you know, that's kind of a sign of what could be the undoing of the Seahawks eventually, but we're not talking about the Seahawks. Um, I think the Rams looked amazing on the Sunday Night Football, yeah, uh, versus the Bears, but the competition there is not great. Colts put up a fight against Seattle, and I think that the Rams are deserved four-point favorites, um, so I'm going to take uh, them to cover uh, that four-point spread. But this could be a game where we see some nonsense happen. I don't think Wentz looked that great. I don't think he's going to have a great game here. But the Colts' run game did look okay. So I just think that I think that the Rams are a better team all over the place. Um, both the run game, the passing game with Stafford, who was great. And then their defense, of course, is, is fantastic. So I'm going to take Rams minus four. Jeremy? All right. Um... Yeah, uh, I agree with Evan. I think this might be the game of the week, um, at least for the 1 p.m. slate, for sure. Yeah. Um, Rams, I do like the Rams. What I would do is buy the point down, get them at minus three. Minus four just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, um, buy I the get point that. Down, you go on DraftKings, minus three, you get it at minus 130. And then if you're feeling real crazy, a light, let me emphasize this, really light, same game parlay, we're going to go. Rams minus three. We're going to take Matt Stafford's passing yards. They're not even out yet, but I don't care. And then we're going to take Jonathan Taylor touchdown. Okay, cool. So you have Rams minus three and Jonathan Taylor touchdown. Awesome. And, Zach? and Matt Stafford passing yards. Oh, and, and Stafford passing. Okay. I'm going to go with Evan on this one. I mean, buying the point down, obviously, is the best play, but I think they win by seven plus if I had to guess. The same thing is tough for Tyrod Taylor. I'm fading Carson Wentz any chance I get. And the Rams defense is just going to swallow him. It's it's going to be nuts. Rams minus four. Let's go. Yeah, let me jump back in. I forgot Carson Wentz was their quarterback. Rams by 40. <laughs> okay. I'm going to switch you to Rams minus four then. Um, all right. And Brad, how about you? Yeah, this Colts team, it hurt me last week. I, I had high hopes. I don't know why, but I did. Uh, I mean, I like Jonathan Taylor. I like Michael Pittman. Defense is decent. Uh, I just they look terrible in my opinion. It looks flat all game. Versus a very not powerful Seahawks team in my opinion. Anyways, I think the Rams are Super Bowl contenders, and yeah. I will ride them all season. So I will take. I'm gonna actually buy a point down three and a half. I just like that better. I don't like having to push. So three and a half Rams. Okay, sounds good. All right, yeah. Should I interrupt one more time? I forgot. I told you I was coming in with season-long bets today. Okay. I said I was coming in. I would like Rams, NFC West, lock it in now, and then we're going to get crazy, and we're going to take the Rams to win the NFC. 
Lock them both in. That's Thanks. not crazy. That's amazing. Yeah, it's good. What are the odds like for that? Jeremy? The Rams are plus 650 to win the NFC. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. And the uh, Niners are the favorite to win the West, and they're not winning the West. That's actually yeah. insane that they're the favorite to win the West. Wow. Um, okay, let's move on to the next game. We have the Buffalo Bills uh, versus the Miami Dolphins. Oh, boy. The Bills are only a three-and-a-half-point favorite, which is... Uh, listen, the Bills looked fucking awful last week. Josh Allen looked lost. Um, they struggled to get the ball to their marquee players. It was a really, really poor performance from them. Um, their offense just could never get going. And I think that this week against the Dolphins is how they get themselves back into winning shape. Three and a half, that's a crazy spread. That's way too low. The Dolphins didn't look that good against New England. And I think that the Bills are certainly a better team than New England. So that logic leads me to say um, Bills cover three and a half. I think that I, I hate that little hook too. Um, I think that I would probably buy it down to two and a half just in case they, it gets hairy and they win by a field goal. It's not going to change your odds that much. So, um, for you guys, I'd say buy the point down. I'm going to ride with three and a half just because I have faith in the bills and Josh Allen. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that's all I have to say. Fuck to a fuck the dolphins. Uh, Will Fuller's back though. And what do you have to say, Jeremy? Yeah, no, I agree. Let's not overthink it, guys. Did we watch the Bills last season? Come on. They're way better than the Dolphins here. Yep. I'm going to buy down to minus three, um, or depending on your book, you might have to go two and a half, or just stay with the three and a half. And then I'm also going to go alternate spread Bills minus six and a half. I really don't see this being uh, as close as Vegas likes to think it's going to be. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to pencil you in for that then. What do you think, Zach? Well, you know, I'm also a fellow Tua hater, but I do love the team that they're building down there. The defense, Brian Flores is doing a great job, and I'm all over Dolphin spread this week, to be honest. That is so insane. I just, <laughs> after the way the Bills looked last week, I can't, I can't I know. expect them to come out looking like a Super Bowl team right away. Yeah, no, I don't think they that they'll come out looking like a Super Bowl team. I just think that on paper that team is better, but we'll have to see. It's very possible that the Dolphins cover. Who the fuck knows? Um, okay, how about Bills Hater 69? Brad, what do you think? It's Tua time. It's Tua time. Of course it is. Get this guy out of here. <laughs> Dolphins are a different team at home. For whatever reason, they are simply different. The Finns faithful will be there in capacity. I mean, Finns three and a half. I'm not taking it here, but I might play with Finn's money line. Call me crazy. I mean, if you're going to put a dog parlay again, like last week, which was, you know, it was very profitable for a lot of people. Um, I know public was all over some of those dogs last week, including you. You had a nice week. So if you're going to play with it, I mean, it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility. It could happen. Anything can happen in this league. Um, So I have anything. What's up? If anything, I will I will be doing a six or seven point teaser like I do every week. Right. And 
the Dolphins will be part of that. Ten and a half points, they're not going to lose by that much, in my opinion. Uh, so I will include them in my teaser at some point, which I will drop at the end of the podcast. Sounds lovely. Okay, so we'll move on to what's next. We have the New England Patriots versus the New York Jets. I think the Jets looked pretty poor last week against the <clears throat> Panthers, who themselves weren't weren't super sharp, but they look good enough. Um, I think that the Jets continue their <clears throat> downward trajectory. I don't know if... Z- <clears throat> oh my God, dude. I'm fucking dying. I don't know if Zach Wilson is the answer for the Jets. Um, the New England Patriots are currently a five and a half point favorite. I think that line is perfection. And I'm going to take the Pats to cover uh, five and a half. Jeremy? Um, okay, if I, you know what, personally, I'm probably not even going to touch the game, but good choice. I think there's more value in the Jets just because they are the plus team. If the, if the Patriots were plus five and a half, I'd say bet on the Pats, but the Jets are plus five and a half. I'll be betting on the Jets five and a half. And I'll most certainly be putting them in a teaser, like Carson said, with the Dolphins, because I have a tough time seeing either team winning by 12-plus points. Okay, sounds good. Do I have Jets plus five and a half? You had to. And Zach, what do you think? I'm also on the Jets, as sickening as that is to say. But I just think with two rookie quarterbacks, a game could really go either way. It could finish up. They could come down to the line. And I just think the Jets actually – look like a football team now with a good coach. And I just see Jets plus five and a half this game ending within three points. Okay, fair enough. Zach, we can't forget Damian Harris touchdown, can we? Oh, of course. Damian Harris touchdown every week, even though he didn't get one last week. Yeah, he got he came close, though. He did a decent game. Um, How about you, Brad? Uh, I mean, I heard Zach just say Jets and football team in the same sentence. I'm not really pleased by that statement. I think did they get shut out in the first half last week. I don't know. They might have, but they looked absolutely terrible. Nothing has changed. Uh, back then on the Jets, he just like blew his knee out. Yeah, so, he's I mean, done. His their O line's even worse now. I'll take Belichick over five foot eight Zach Wilson any day of the week. Uh, Pats minus five and a half. Let's go. Belichick isn't the quarterback. No, but but Mac um, Jones is, and I fuck with Mac Jones. I wasn't fuck with Mac Jones last week, but I do I now. Love, I love me some Mac Jones. I fuck with Macaroni oh. Jones. Um, all right, moving on. We have the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. The Niners are currently Ooh. a three-and-a-half-point favorite, which I think is kind of obscene. Uh, I don't think that the Niners um, are going to put all up put up all of those points that they put up last week against the Lions. I think the Eagles defense did well to hold the Falcons to six points. I think that's very impressive. I don't want to get too high on the Eagles because when I get too high on the Eagles, I lose money on the Eagles, but they are a dog again. They are plus 160 on the money line, and I have to say, I think Eagles money line has some some serious value here. I'm going to take Eagles money line. I think that they win this game. I think it's going to be close, but I believe. What do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, um, I'm about as big of an Eagles hater as it comes, but I did bet on them last week. We all knew the Falcons were horrible. Apparently Vegas didn't. Yeah. Um, and 
I did like the way the Eagles defense played last week. I thought it looked good barring the first quarter. The last three quarters they looked very good on defense. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the Eagles with you. I'm gonna ride the Let's go. All right. What do you think, Zach? It it really does make me upset to take this, but I'm also on Eagles spread. I just they they, they did look really good last week. I hate Jalen Hurts. He looked great. Their defense looked improved. Their offensive line, so they got some healthy guys back, Brandon Brooks. And I, I don't know. Jimmy G is just not – he's not sufficient, and I think Eagles cover and possibly win the game, but I'm not on Eagles money line, no chance. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I think – I was thinking about Garoppolo. If they would have got Stafford or something like that, I think that Niners team would be heading directly to the Super Bowl, honestly. Yes, yes. Um, but now the Rams are going to do it instead. So, Brad, what do you think? Are you with us on the Eagles, or are you riding the Niners? Last week – I got a lot of flack for taking Eagles money line. This week, everyone loves the Eagles. Hmm. Last week, the Niners were six-point favorites going to this game. Another three and a half? I don't know about that. I'm right on Niners three and a half. The reason is, Jalen Hurts hasn't played a good defense in his career. Yeah. Niners are top ten defense. I think it's curtains for the Eagles. Okay, all right. Brad smells something fishy in this one, so he's going to go Niners minus three and a half. All righty, sounds good. We'll move on to the New Orleans Saints versus the Carolina Panthers. Jeremy, I'm going to let you give your pick first because this is your team. Oh, wow. Yeah, good old Panthers, 1-0. Sam Darnold rushing touchdown. Come on, we'd love to see it. Um, Do I think we are going to beat the Saints? Maybe not. Um, but Jameis Winston does like to throw picks from time to time. And when he throws one, he throws two and then he throws three. So I don't know if I would touch either team on the spread, but the Panthers will most certainly be going in a teaser, um, teasing them up to probably 10 and a half or 11. I can't see this being more than like a touchdown game. Um, but just for personal sake, I will be taking the Carolina Panthers, but I do have a tough time recommending that to the viewers. So you're going to take Panthers money line or Panthers spread? Oh, I will be taking the money line personally, okay. but I don't recommend it for everyone else. <laughs> okay. That is a wise disclaimer. I am on Saints minus four and a half. I think Jameis looked very, very good last week. I know he only threw for about 150 yards, but he had five passing touchdowns. Now, Will that be the case against the Panthers, who I think looked defensively better than the than the fucking Packers, which is crazy to say, but they did. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Jameis is going to look the same way, but I will say that he looked more precise and calculated in his delivery than I have ever seen. Um, I know he got eye surgery, serious eye surgery, um, LASIK, so that he can see now. Apparently, he couldn't see for his first four or five seasons in the NFL, which is insane to think about, but I guess it's true because he really, really looked good. Um, There was one questionable throw that he made towards the end there that should have been picked off, but there was a penalty or something. Um, So he he came out of that game with no picks, and I'm riding. I'm riding the Saints. I think that they looked really good as a team. Um, The ball was distributed pretty evenly and i just think that if they can establish the run um and Jameis can can throw the way that he did um versus the packers that 
they should be able to beat Darnold and the Panthers. Um, it's not a knock on the Panthers. I just think the Saints roster is better. Uh, so Saints minus four and a half. Zach? I was on Panthers plus three and a half yesterday when I saw the line, and I'm still obviously on Panthers plus four and a half. I love the Panthers. I love Sam Darnold. I definitely think CMC gets in the end zone this week. I mean, he had a great game last week. He just didn't get find the end zone. I think you could also see a Robbie Anderson touchdown. So I like either one of those touchdown scores and Panthers spread. Okay. Let's go, Zach. Uh, how about you, Brad? Yeah, so I'm caught up here. I think both teams are criminally overrated in the moment. The Panthers did not look very good at all last week, in my opinion. They stalled at many times, a lot of turnovers and key situations. Uh, the Saints, obviously, they routed the Packers, but I just don't think they're very good still. I mean, if Kamara, Jameis, if put in a pressure, pressure situation, I don't know if he comes through in a close game. I'll take the Panthers at home. They're usually pretty good at home, so I'll take the spread. Okay. We have Panthers plus four and a half. It looks like I'm the only Saints guy in this one. Okay. Uh, next, we have the Denver Broncos versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have I am never going to smash a spread as hard as I'm going to smash Broncos minus six. I have nothing else to say. Besides, the Jacksonville Jaguars are an embarrassment. They should be dissolved. Urban Meyer should be fired and then killed in the streets. And Broncos minus six. That's it. Wow. Okay. I, I hate um, him. I hate Urban Meyer. He's a fraud. Okay. Yeah, the way he managed that game last week, terrible. You're telling me James Robinson runs the ball five times. Did he Did he watch James Robinson last season or no? He just he had his eyes closed the whole time? I don't know. I know. But, Minus six is a lot of points, but I do like Teddy Two Gloves. See, Me now too. I'm conflicting myself here. I do like Teddy Two Gloves. Um, We are going to, you know what? I'll ride with you. Let's ride the Broncos. And I am for the Jaguars. I'm taking a James Robinson touchdown. There's no way he gets five touches two weeks in a row. He's the best player on the field. Get Trevor Lawrence out of here. Give the guy the ball. All right, I agree. I think he does score this week. I need him to score because I have him in fantasy, and he was fucking worthless last week. Um, yeah, I have him in two leagues, oh. also with Aaron Rodgers. So my team, uh, as you can imagine, did very poorly. Yeah, I had a rough week too. Um, so, Zach, what do you think? Well, the Jaguars are terrible. The Broncos are also terrible in my opinion. Yes, I'm a Chargers fan, so that's biased, but I just don't trust the Broncos in any way. I'm taking Jaguars, buying a point down, plus 7.5 or minus 150. And I'm also with Jeremy on James Robinson. He has to get in this week, or Urban Meyer should be fired and killed on the streets, as you said. <laughs> exactly. All right, and Brad? See, I had, I had Denver on here. Rookie quarterback, Urban's a lost cause. But the Jags' home opener, these fans waited a lifetime for this perhaps generational talent to play. I don't, I don't think they can lose by more than a touchdown if they do lose at home in front of that crowd. I'll take Jags plus um plus six and a half. Okay. Jaguars plus six and a half. I'm wishing you the best of luck. I will not be betting on the Jaguars for the rest of the season after what they did to me in week one. I mean, they're awful. They are. <laughs> they have some talent pieces on offense that I think could keep it close. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, Next game, we have the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Arizona Cardinals. 
Oh, two of the most fraudulent teams um, to ever grace any of my bet slips. The Cardinals will lose when I bet on them to win and win when I bet on them to lose. That was the case last week versus the Titans, who they absolutely slaughtered. And the Vikings lost to the Bengals, and I, I had them. So um, both of these teams fucked me hard last week. I think that the Vikings are a poor team. Um, Thielen was the one that got most of the targets last week. So I just think that their offense is discombobulated. I think it's going to take a couple weeks for them to get really going. Um, I think Dalvin had just a very mediocre game. I didn't watch. I didn't watch all of it. I, I just kind of got to see that game through red zone and I wasn't impressed. So uh, I think the Cardinals looked really, really good. Kyler, as much as it hate, I just hate to say it, had a fantastic game. Hopkins had a fantastic game. They just looked really sharp. And I think that Cardinals minus four and a half, um, while I would probably buy it down to two and a half or just take the money line, is probably pretty fair. So in the sake of, of simplicity, I'm just going to take cards minus 215 on the money line. Uh, Jeremy? Yeah, I also am going to agree with you on that one. I'm going to go with the money line. Yes, the Cardinals looked good, but four and a half, weird number. Um, and I'm also considering the over. I'm not going to lock it in as an official pick, but I think it's worth considering both teams have great offenses, as we've seen in the past. Kyler Murray can get the ball moving quick to D-hop. I mean, the Vikings got a bunch of weapons. So I think the over could be in play, but I'm not locking it in as an official pick. Okay, so you're on cards money line with me. Cool. Uh, Zach? Well, as you know, there's not many people that hate Kyler Murray more than me. But like you said, he had a fantastic week one. That defense, Chandler Jones at five sacks. I just think if Christian Darisol can't suit up for the Vikings and they have J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones coming off the edge, and I, I don't know. I just think this is the year that Kyler Murray, he may lose games that he shouldn't lose. But I think this year he's just going to prove that he's a top 10 quarterback. But in fantasy-wise, he could be even top five. I just I think Cardinals win by seven plus. Okay, so we're going to take cards minus four and a half for Zach and Brad. Yeah, um, I shocked myself a month ago drafting Kyler Murray in my fantasy league. I've hated that major boy since he stepped in the league. I've always hated him. Part of me still hates him. But, man, he looked good last Sunday. Yeah, he did. I, I mean, the MVP talk last year was all cap, in my opinion. This year could come to fruition. Um, I don't know. I think they, they have a shot at being a wild-card team this year. The defense looks pretty good as well. It was one game, i got to be honest, but, you know. Anyways, for my pick, I don't like the spread either. The Vikings, they're explosive. They can be at times, and Kirk Cousins wants to bowl out. I'm not saying they will, but I got a little uh, little same game parlay here. I got cards, minus one and a half, and over 43 and a half. If you plus 115 odds. Something light, but it'll hit pretty easily in my opinion. Okay. I got you locked in there. Cards minus one and a half and over 43 and a half. Beautiful. Uh, next game, we have the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, the Bucs are an 11 and a half point favorite. As you know, I hate those lines. Like, absolutely hate them. Um, I am not going to pick a spread 
or a money line. Because the money line for the Bucks is minus 720, and I think we all know that the Bucks are going to win this game. They are without Murphy Bunting for the next three to four weeks. I don't know if that's really going to matter in this game, but it's worth noting and, and marking down so that you know for future weeks. Um, I think Ronald Jones touchdown is the play. So I'm going to take Rojo touchdown. I do like the Rojo touchdown, especially how Bruce Arians said he's going to be starting and all this other nonsense. Um, but I'm going to get crazy, and I'm taking the 11.5 on the Bucks. The Falcons, wow. horrible. Here's where my other season-long bet comes in. Last week we bet the Lions, worst record in the NFL. But we're going to hedge it a little bit, and we're also going to bet the Falcons to be the worst team in the NFL. Those are our two worst record picks in the NFL right there. We're taking the Falcons and the Lions, and you're going to make some money. Okay. I will mark that for you. Uh, Zach, what do you think? Riding with Jeremy here, 100%. Bucks spread. The Falcons look like the, they look like a Division II program last week. <laughs> and I just the Bucks are the best team in the NFL right now. I just don't see this game being within 15, 20 points. Tony O'Brown touchdown again. Uh, Mike Evans should be able to get in the end zone this week, you would think, against the Falcons. So I'll go with Mike Evans touchdown as my lock and Bucks minus 11 and a half. Okay. Uh, Brad? Yeah, I mean, the backdoor cover, it does scare me here. Yeah. But the Bucks at home, I mean, I think they're just going to pound the ball once they get a lead. I think Ronald Jones goes for I think it's one of his one fifty games in my opinion. If all is all if all is said that is true happens that he's starting and everything. But I'll just take the, the buck spread at this point. Okay. We got some really ballsy picks there. I just I just think eleven and a half is gigantic and the, Matt Ryan is always up to some nonsense and when I bet against the Falcons, they always come out and look like fucking you know, the greatest team of all time. So that's why I just stay away from it. Um, all right. We have the Dallas Cowboys versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Zach, go ahead. Well, as you all know, I bet against the Chargers last week because I honestly thought they would lose because they always lose games like that. Tough games at the end, with usually with coaching, uh, special teams, time clock management. We always lose games like that, but we pulled it through. And I think... Just the fact that the Chargers had the least pressure on the quarterback last week shows the improvement of their O-line. Uh, Cowboys defense is already poor. Chargers defense looked great last week. Uh, the over's definitely in play at 55. I don't recommend it. That's high. But I'm I'm all over Chargers minus three this week, 100%. Okay. Lovely. Um, I have the Cowboys money line. They are plus 138. I like the Chargers. I have nothing against them. This pick is solely out of value. They are one of my dogs of the week, uh, the Cowboys. I think that the Chargers looked good last week. You know, they looked really good, and they're probably only going to get better. Um, but I think that the Cowboys do a better job of establishing the run uh, in this game, and I think that that just frees everything up uh, for when Dak does decide to throw the ball. They are not going to continue, or they are not going to win games if Dak throws the ball 60 times a game. And I think that that we found that out. Um, last game versus the Bucks, you know, they did lose because of missed field goals and shit like that. But if Dak is going to throw the ball 60 times a game, the Cowboys are not going to be a division contender, let alone a playoff contender. Um, with that being said, I think that they space their, <clears throat> their plays out a little bit better here. I think that the Cowboys are going to look sharper this week than they did last week against the Bucks. 
and that's really saying something. Uh, and I'm on I'm on Cowboys money line, even though I think Mike McCarthy is actually not mentally fit to be a coach. Um, you know they have they have their OC call in place, so I think that the Cowboys win this game. I do I do just want to add real quick Ezekiel Elliott rushing yards, whatever it's at. I don't believe it's out yet. But the Chargers haven't been able to stop a running back in 15 years. Gibson yeah. <laughs> last week. So, regardless of game script, I think Zico's over his yards. Okay, cool. I'll I'll mark that in for you. Um, and Jeremy. Um. Yeah, this is an interesting one. Two evenly matched teams. Um, in my opinion. Um, I do. I do like the Cowboys. Dak did look good. He looked very good. Way better than I thought he was gonna look. Yeah, me too. Um, you know what? We're going to ride Dak and go with the Cowboys. Money line plus 160. All right. Beautiful. Yeah. Gr- great value, I think. I just think it's really good for another dog parlay if we're, if we're feeling fancy. Zach or um, Brad, how do you feel? Yeah. Um, we are them boys uh, for this game. I've seen too many fraudulent performances out of the Chargers last year to think that a high power offense won't keep it within a field goal in this game. I'll take mm-hmm. Cowboys spread. Huh? Huh? It's a new year. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've heard that a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dallas spread. I think Dak looks great. I was really skeptical. I thought he scored rotator cuff, honestly, but he looked really good last game. Potential uh, MVP candidate if they win the division, I think. He'll throw for 5,000 yards. Could have 50 touchdowns, possibly. Um, yeah, Cowboys spread here. All right, Cowboys spread, Cowboys plus three. I think that's a really good bet. Um, Tennessee Titans versus the Seattle Seahawks, uh, two more fraudulent teams. The Titans fucked me so hard this week. I cannot believe it. They looked horrendous. They have the best wide receiver core probably in the league, and they came out and looked like absolute dog shit. So I'm on Seahawks minus five and a half. I know that that spread is gigantic, um, especially for two teams that you literally never know what you're going to get out of them. But I, I just have to bet against the Titans because uh, they're shit-listed for me for, like, a, at least three weeks. I just can't. I cannot bet on them in good conscience. I think that we see a DK Metcalf touchdown, so you can lock that in for me as well. I want to take Seahawks minus 5.5 and, and a DK touchdown. Jeremy? Um, yeah, like you said, the Titans, they were um, horrendous last week, to say the least. Um, but... I think it's a bounce back game for them. Um, I would five and a half weird number. All the spreads this week, they got these weird numbers. On. I know it's bullshit. Um, I'd maybe buy up to six and a half, so you at least get two field goals out of it. Um, or a missed extra point. You know what I mean? Um, Derrick Henry had what nine rushing yards last week. Lock him in touchdown. He's coming crazy this week. He's out for heads. Hopefully the Titans can block. If the Titans don't block, the Seahawks might win by twenty. But I'm gonna go with the Titans. Plus seven or six and a half. So you're gonna stuff. you're gonna buy it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna put you at what do you want? Six or seven? Six or half? Seven. Uh, half. We'll just go with six and then put in Derek Henry touchdown. Okay. Cool. And how about you, Zach? Uh, this might be the toughest toughest number of the week. I don't know. I I think I'm on the Titans plus five and a half. I just think they, there's no possible way that offense can come out this poor again this week. And the Seahawks defense hasn't been good since the Legion of Boom, so I'm all, I'll, I'll go with the same gamer Titans spread, 
uh, Derrick Henry touchdown, and I'm also going with Gerald Everett touchdown. He got in last week, and I think he'll get in most weeks with Russell Wilson at quarterback. Okay, cool. Um, how about you, Brett? Be with me, please. I hate the fraud Hawks. They did me so wrong in the playoffs <laughs> last year. I will never get over it. Hit Russell Wilson. He's a fraud. Every year I hear MVP candidate, and he does nothing in the second half of the season. That being said, the Seahawks never lost a season opener game or a home opener game under um, Pete Carroll. But I don't care because <laughs> well, I do care slightly. But I think the Titans thought they were going to be hot shit this year. And now they realize, wow, we can't rely on just talent to win this game as they got embarrassed by the Cardinals. I think they're going to come out a little hungrier this week. I think they covered the spread um, pretty fairly easy. Um, I don't know if they'll win the game outright, but they will cover the spread. And they will be, in fact, be part of a teaser with myself. Okay, lovely. Next game we have is the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens. The Kansas City Chiefs, my same game parlay Kings, um, are three and a half point favorites. And I, I, I think they're going to absolutely fucking slaughter the Ravens. The Ravens exhibited all of their fraudulence, lack of direction, um, and offensive and, and defensive, really. Um, I think their defense was better than their offense in, in that last game. But I just think that the Ravens are are fraudulent all over the place. Um, they're relying too much on Lamar to do everything. You know, they don't have that run game that they had last year and the year before because all those guys are dead. Um, but I just think that the Chiefs looked as good as they really ever do. Um, Kelsey looked good. Tyreek looked good. Mahomes looked fantastic. Their run game was eh. But I just think that the Chiefs are, are a far better team than the Ravens. And I think that the fact that they're only minus three and a half point favorites is fucking insane. Um, I think that they easily cover that. I'm going to be. I'm going to hammer Chiefs minus three and a half. So that's where I stand. How about you, Jeremy? Yeah, I agree that minus three and a half is kind of criminal. Um, they're a way better football team than the Ravens, just based on last week alone. Um, and by next week, the Ravens might have half a roster. They had people getting hurt during the game. Who knows how many injuries they're going to have at practice this week. Give me the Chiefs minus three and a half, no problem. Yeah, easily. Uh, Zach? Yeah, I'm going same thing here. I just don't think the Ravens are a very good football team. Uh, they're deep, they have talent. They they lost a couple backs, obviously. I just Lamar will never be more than an above average passer, and I just I I don't know. I, when you compare Lamar and Mahomes, I just don't think Lamar on the ground can keep up with Mahomes in the air. So I'm taking Chiefs minus three and a half. Yeah, I agree. And how about you, Brad? I think I know where you stand, but I mean, I pray to God I win a lot of money Sunday during the daytime because I'll put it all on the Chiefs. Yep. Uh, the Ravens looked almost as bad as the Raiders. They didn't. They looked better, obviously, during the start of the game, but they just fell apart. I think they're terrible this year. I don't think they have any hope, in my opinion. Um, yeah, just giving the Chiefs spread easily. Okay, Chiefs minus three and a half. We are all on Chiefs minus three and a half. I think that's the first time we've done that all game, or uh, all pod. So, uh, for our last game of the week, we have the Detroit Lions. Taking on the Green Bay Packers um, at 8-16 on Monday night. The Packers are 11.5 point favorites. This, for me, is the hardest game to pick of the week. If it wasn't, if it wasn't, you know, the Packers that I saw last week, 
I would be all over 11 and a half, uh, which I don't do, but I would do it for Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's one of my favorite quarterbacks ever. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea what to do. I'm almost like, I feel like I just need to pass this off to somebody else who knows what they're going to pick so that I can have an informed decision. Um, Jeremy, what do you think? Uh, yeah. So I've also Aaron Rodgers lover. I've had him in fantasy four seasons in a row now. Um, I don't know about the 11 and a half, though. They looked so bad last week. Um, but what I do think is I do think Jared Goff might get the Lions some points. And for that reason, I'm going to take the over. I think this might be my first over-under I've done all week. And that's the one I'm taking right there. Over, Monday night game. Give it to me. Okay. Uh, Zach, what do you think? I've been I've been thinking Lions all week, but then when you really think about it, it's the Detroit Lions. So I I don't know. I think I'm agree with Jeremy here. Stay away from it. I like the over as well because I also see Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones getting in the end zone this week. They have to. They really don't have a choice if they want to win. So I would stay away from the spread. Take the over Adams and Jones touchdowns. Okay. Before I hand this off to Brad, I'm just gonna say Jones touchdown. And then I'm going to ask Jeremy, what was your pick, your exact pick, so I can write it down? Uh, yeah, the over in the game. Okay. And then I'm also going to ride a Jones touchdown with Zach. Um, my opinion's a little biased to have Aaron Jones in one fantasy league. but okay. So I could use the touchdown, but I'm also going to bet on it. So you're going to do a Devontae touchdown and a Jones touchdown, Zach? Yes. Beautiful. Sorry about that. All right. Uh, Brad, you have the final pick of the week. What do you have for us, brother? I also have two words for you. Sneaky good. (laughs) The Lions are a sneaky good team. They're not a bottom five team as originally thought. Uh, Defense is. Offense has some competency in it. I think the Lions cover the spread. Um... Yeah, I think they could cover the spread. Backdoor. I think the Packers are in a little bit of trouble here. Uh, also, the Andre Swift touchdown anytime. Please take that. Um, that's all I have for right now. The same game parlay for that game will be juicy. I'm looking at Swift. I'm looking at Hawkinson. Devontae, because there's no secondary for the Lions. Um, yeah. There's there's gonna like be a ton too. of points in that game. Yeah, I think yeah. the overs in. I just think that the yardages are all like the yardage props. Um, are I'm gonna probably hammer them. Swift over yards, I think, is a lock. Um, he'll be going to prison soon, so he's looking to get his numbers as Pretty high warm. as he possibly can. I when is he going to jail? Do we know? Next week. Uh, he, no. <laughs> Apparently, he killed somebody. Yeah, self defense. Oh, all Philly right. got ran up on. Oh, oh. I just want to. I just want to throw this parlay in there. I got Steelers money line, Seahawks money line, Cardinals money line, Patriots money line, and Eagles plus seven and a half alternate, and that totals out to plus five seventeen. I'm not saying to throw a hundred dollars on it. I'm just. I don't know. I think there's some value there at those odds. All right, so you guys. I think there's no that. value there. In my <laughs> Which one of those teams is losing? I'd love to know. Um, Seahawks money line in a parlay that just that's flashbacks for me. Yeah, you want to put Eagles in a parlay against a good team, 
Yeah, good luck, buddy. Plus seven. Plus. All right. <laughs> all right. That's uh, all. Go ahead. Well, I, I do have some. I have a parlay as well. Okay. Much lower odds, much safer. Steelers, Rams, Patriots, Cleveland. I think it's about 250 right now. It might be around 240. Max play. They all won pretty easily, in my opinion. Put about 50 bucks on it. Um, yeah, that's that. All right. Jeremy, you have anything for us, or is that it? Um, I could get involved with one off the top of my head here. We're going to run the Rams, the Bills, and who else do we like this week? I do. Uh, that's too easy, though. Yeah, we'll go Rams, Bills, Bucks, Packers. It's going to give you plus 200. Not the best value, not the worst value, but that's just my last-minute flyer parlay put together here on the spot just to get involved. I mean, I have some absolute juice locked in already. I have a seven-legger for you that it will not miss at all. There is no circumstance that it misses. We have the Washington football team, the L.A. Rams, the Bills, the Eagles, the Saints, the Cards, and the Cowboys. That would be $5 to win 243 It's a flyer. It's worth it. Eagles are the only team that might not hit, but everything else. And the Cowboys. No, I'm supremely confident in the Cowboys. I think Dak has yeah. the best game of his career. <laughs> it's definitely possible. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, something's I do telling wanna, me. I don't know. I do want to throw in Devontae Smith touchdown. They just lost Jason. The 49ers that has just lost Jason Verrett for the season last week, and their cornerbacks are. Their front seven is very good. Their cornerbacks are already iffy, and Devontae Smith did look great last week. So I'm throwing in his touchdown. All right, that's beautiful. I think that's all that we have for you guys this week. I want to thank each and every one of you guys for listening. And, of course, thank you to my guests for coming on and showing up with me. This show was just about an hour, so not as long as last week. If you guys want to plug anything or, or say goodbye, you're, you're welcome to do that now. As always, the Steelers. All right. Um. Yeah, uh, just, you know, thanks for having us back again, Evan. Hopefully we can give the viewers a little more success this week. Um, I see a good week, too, in our future. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I need it because I'm down tremendous after after last week. Zach, anything from you? As I said last uh, in the group chat last year, week one was very poor for betting, and week two was great for me. So hopefully that can continue, and that just starts off with Chargers money line. All right. Alrighty, guys. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you check us out on social media at Post20Pod on Instagram and Twitter. That's where I post the spreadsheets that have um, all of the picks. So they'll be up here soon. If you're listening to this now, the picks will already be up. Go ahead and go listen to the show. Comment, like, subscribe, review, whatever the fuck. Um, and we will see you next week. Stay tuned to social media for commentary, comments, things like that um, for the games on Uh, Thursday, Sunday, and Monday. We'll see you next week. Take care of yourselves until then, and good luck.